It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. I don't... I don't trust testimonials. Not to be a fussy sort, but I don't. Some people will swear by anything, and sometimes people are just paid to write those things. Or, let's be honest, their taste just doesn't match mine. Yet. I know this. Anything that does not touch the heart of a human being is basically worthless. You can engage my brain, but I, I need to feel. You can get me to exercise, but I, I may still feel fat. I can, I can read the latest book by America's great minister and still believe nothing and feel like shit. If we don't feel it, it's not real. I think that is my main problem with religion. Let me explain it to you. If religion were a company, it would kind of sit around all day in an empty store with the employees talking about how good the product is and real angry because people don't come in and then eventually all the employees would start yelling at each other. That's religion. There's no about, there's just no doubt about it. If you have a message that's going to touch the hearts of people, it will catch on. But if you're just trying to reach the body or the or the mind, or even the spirit, well, I'll tell you, good luck. Good luck. The Ten Commandments, I know, could not have been written by the finger of God unless, unless God just forgot who he made. He made human beings. He made us very human. He made us strong and weak. At the same time, he made us funny. He made us overly sensitive. But it is certain that he made our emotions to be the key for unlocking all of our better portions. Unfortunately, this is not what the Ten Commandments do. I'll tell you, you don't move me by telling me you are the Lord my God and I shouldn't have any other gods but you. If you were a friend of mine, I would say you're insecure. And having such an insecure friend, I, w- I would avoid him. Jealous people are never satisfied. So a jealous God is always picking at you. And you, you, you certainly do not gain my attention by telling me how I should address you or how I should treat you. I'm not supposed to use your name in vain. Great. How about this? I just won't mention you at all. I'm human. I do hate restrictions. 
especially when I don't understand them. Please don't segment it off a day of the week and tell me that I shouldn't do anything but worship you. That may be the only day I felt good all week long. Maybe, maybe it's the only day I gathered enough quarters to go to the laundromat. Maybe, maybe it's the only day I get to see my kid all week. Do you care? I mean, you called your name God. Doesn't that come with some caring? Or you just want me to confirm continually your holiness? And by the way, by the way, God, if every person on earth honored their father and mother, the mental hospitals would be overrun with guilt-ridden, abused adults who can't escape the atrocities of childhood because they don't want to disfavor and be, and be un, un, unliked by their parents. Sometimes you got to hate what happened in your house when you were growing up. So the house you build won't imitate the disaster you lived in. You're not touching me where I feel just by telling me not to kill. By the time I get to wanting to kill somebody, I've been miserable for some time. You need to catch me when I'm angry and challenge me. Ask me, why, why, why are you angry? Where did it come from? Where's it going? Likewise with adultery. Adultery, if I wait to try to be strong until that beautiful woman is lying on a bed naked next to me, game over. I need to catch it when I'm feeling horny or losing some ground by thinking about some things I shouldn't think about or maybe even falling in to some pornography. Thou shalt not steal? Really? It's got to be more than that. How can I learn to direct my appetites? Channel my desires? And question my selfishness? You see, this is, this is human stuff. I need a reason not to lie about my neighbor. Do you have that, God? Or are you just going to tell me I shouldn't do it? Now, Moses closes this list off by talking about coveting. When coveting and chasing things and pursuing it is the way I express my passion. How dead do you want me in my soul just so I'll appear righteous? Here's the problem, folks. The Ten Commandments themselves are not human they're not geared to humanity. It is a list put together by a brave old general who had taken people through the wilderness for 40 years and wondered whether they could settle down in one place and still get along. So he made up some, some rules, maybe some good rules, but not sensitive to the human feeling. He made rules because he didn't totally understand people. 
This general Moses was not God. God does not tell us where we should and shouldn't do without first dealing with what we are feeling right now. And I think every one of us needs to be honest. There are times when we do feel abandoned. The promise of heaven doesn't make any earthly sense and sometimes just doesn't get us through to the weekend. That's why I want you to understand that there are three ways that your creator, we're talking about God, three ways that he manifests himself to each of us. And if we learn these ways, we can have hearts that are touched and our feelings can be reached. Number one, the earth was created by God through the chemistry of science. Number two, the earth is maintained through the order of nature. Number three, and grace and mercy are offered from God through the generosity and love of humanity. But unfortunately, we kind of live in a church now that thinks that science is trying to become God and when actually God is blended with science to form a manifestation that we can understand. We live in a church, too, that believes that appreciation and observation of nature might be like some cult or some Eastern religion and have nothing to do with being a Christian. And we work in a church that is distrustful of human beings. We seem to feel the need to preach human beings are filthy, dirty, and unworthy. It does create a mess. How can you grow if the information supplied to you comes from a place that, the, that you think might be anti-God? And how can you blend in and be part of the earth if you don't respect it? So let's understand that Moses put together the Ten Commandments for a generation of Jewish people who had just escaped slavery and just had flat out forgotten how to live and needed some rules and regulations. But may we live a more illuminated life than having the fear of a jealous God and trying to diminish our passion to make sure we don't accidentally desire something too much. I think this is the message for the human race. Number one, learn. What should we learn? That's easy. Science. How are things put together? How am I put together? How, how do things work? What are we discovering? What are, the, what are the, some of the new and fresh ideas? What will make the planet better? If there's evidence that says there might, did you hear me? Might be a climate change. Why would we not try to be responsive to that possible need? For those who think the Lord is going to take care of the earth, 
read the Bible again. It's, it's, it's a job he gave to humans. And I, I don't think he welched on the deal. You and me, we are to take dominion over the earth. So learn. What should we learn? Science. Number two, what should, what's the next thing we should do after learn? Accept. I guess the question is, what should we accept? Should I accept Jesus Christ as my Savior? That's a good thing to do. But that won't get you through next month. We need to accept the way God has laid nature out and how it works. Study the skies, the trees, even the animals around us. Study earth and how it works because it is presently our home. You will be astounded when you address your life. You address your life to be to blend in more to the climate of earth instead of the climate of your Bible study. You will just naturally become more prosperous. What have we got so far? Learn science, accept nature, and finally include. Include who? Humanity. Humanity! Not the color-coding approach, hanging around with those who match our skin. No, all humanity. Include them. The more people you include, the greater the chance that they will include you, and it will come in handy later. Trust me. Prosperity is not in the hands of a jealous God, but rather in the grip of those who are alive around us. The best doorway to having your needs met and even to be offered opportunities is found by including others who are also human beings. Let them into your circle, they'll let you in. Let them into your lives, they'll let you into theirs. This is a human message. Amazingly, it also happens to be how God manifests himself in this physical world through science, through nature, and through people. The good news is, if you learn science, accept nature, and include people then the better news is you will live a human life with a human message that benefits all the humans around you. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.